Hello and welcome to Unity Presbyterian Church Online. This week in worship, Pastor Dana takes a look at the new year on Epiphany Sunday with new directions. Let's listen. Do you guys believe that? Well, 2024, that is mind-blowing in a lot of ways. But I am just curious. I want to see a show of hands. How many of you made a New Year's resolution this year? Okay, so not very many of you. A handful of you. Well, according to the Journal of Clinical Psychology, 45% of Americans will make a New Year's resolution. Also, only 8% of those individuals will actually keep their New Year's resolution and achieve their goal. According to the same journal, the top 10 most common New Year's resolutions are one, to lose weight, two, to get organized, three, spend less, save more, four, enjoy life to the fullest, five, stay fit and healthy, six, learn something new, seven, quit smoking, eight, help others with something, nine, fall in love, and 10, spend more time with family. And I think these are all pretty typical goals, things we would expect to hear as someone starting the new year. But this idea of starting a new year and signaling and that signaling change in someone's life is not just an American phenomenon. There are all sorts of similar practices and rituals all around the globe, some of which date back to ancient times. For instance, the ancient Babylonians, they would start their new year by making promises to their many gods. They would promise their gods that they would pay off old debts, or they would promise their gods that they were going to return borrowed objects. The Romans used to begin each year by making promises to the god Janus, for whom the month of January is named after. In the medieval era, the knights would take the peacock vow at the end of the Christmas season each year. And this was a vow that reaffirmed their commitment to chivalry. During the Judaism New Year, Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish tradition is to take 10 days for repentance in which one is to reflect upon their wrongdoings over the past year. And they go and seek forgiveness or they go and offer forgiveness to those individuals. So there are all different kinds of ways in which people have celebrated the start of a new year throughout time. But this morning, what I want us to think about is the difference between celebrating the new year from a Christian perspective versus celebrating the new year from a more secular perspective. So I want us to take some time to think about the difference between those two perspectives and how it all hinges upon who we are making our New Year's resolution to. Are we making our New Year's resolution to God? Or are we making our New Year's resolution to ourselves and to this world? Oftentimes within our culture, the New Year is celebrated by making those resolutions that are geared towards self-improvement or improving our financial circumstances. Hence the, the list of the top 10 most common New Year's resolutions. But as Christians, one thing for us to ponder at the start of the new year is not necessarily what our New Year's resolution is going to be to ourselves, what we can tweak in our lives for self-improvement, like going to the gym or eating healthier foods. But rather, the question to really ponder is what is our New Year's resolution to God over the course of this next year? 
Now, in addition to it being the start of a new year, and in addition to us pondering what our New Year's resolution will be, today is also Epiphany Sunday, which means that we celebrate Christ revealing himself to the world. This word epiphany, it comes from the Greek word epiphania, which means manifestation. On Epiphany, we celebrate the visit of the Magi to the Christ child and Jesus physically manifesting himself to the Gentiles. One Bible commentary talked about Epiphany this way. He said, Epiphany allows us to truly comprehend what it means that God has brought his only son into our world. The wise men were the first people outside of the stable to come and pay homage to Jesus. These unlikely royal visitors showered Jesus with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, herbs typically used for burial, possibly foreshadowing Jesus's destiny. So this morning, as we contemplate our New Year's resolutions, as we celebrate Epiphany, that I want us to go back and visit that familiar story of the Magi going to meet Jesus for the first time. And as we read that story, I want us to think about and explore what does the new year and epiphany have in common? So turning to Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 through 12, it says, After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. As we recall this story of how these three wise men traveled to visit Christ, and upon seeing him, we hear how they fall to their knees They pay homage to him in this very sacred and reverent way. And then they present their gifts to him. It illustrates for all of us a posture for us to take at this time of the year. A posture in which we humbly make our own offering to Christ. And we have the opportunity to do that by making our New Year's resolution to God. Not a New Year's resolution to ourselves and for the betterment of our lives or for selfish gain, but instead to make a New Year's resolution that is pure in motive, geared towards God and for the betterment of God's kingdom. And to illustrate that a little bit further, I want to share a story with you all. Way back in 2007, I was going to college. I was attending UNCW, living in Wilmington, North Carolina, And during that time, I had stumbled upon a church that I really enjoyed. It was Port City Community Church. And I have talked to you all about that church uh, from time to time. But Port City was a big, thriving church. A lot of the kids from UNCW went there. And one Sunday morning after the new year, I found myself in a church service worshiping. And during that service, the pastor preached about the start of the new year it that we had an opportunity to make changes. You know, new year, new you. What are you going to do different? And so we talked about how we could make one change in our lives to strengthen our relationship with God or to enhance our faith. 
And so he told us to think of one word. And essentially, this one word would be our New Year's resolution to God. And so we were to write this word down on a piece of paper, a little square piece of paper. At that point in my life, I was living like a pretty typical college student where God did not necessarily come first. School barely came first. But friends, social engagements, those were my top priority. I rarely attended worship services, maybe three times out of the year. I was not always this angelic. So at that moment, I had my little slip of paper in front of me, and I wrote down the word commitment. And it signified the commitment, the new commitment that I was going to make to God over the course of the next year, where God actually became more of a priority in my life instead of friends, instead of social events. And with my new commitment, that meant that I would attend worship service a little more regularly, once a month, okay? So over the course of the next year, I stuck with that commitment. I went to church at least once a month. Sometimes I went more. I was finding myself there even sometimes midweek. So what happened was that my New Year's resolution to God resulted in a whole new way of life, where I started making friends in the Friends went to church pretty regularly. I found myself spending my Friday nights with my new church friends, which meant that I spent Saturday mornings very differently. <laughs> Ultimately, my New Year's resolution ended up causing my life to go in a completely new and different direction. It caused my life to go in a different direction because I got involved with youth ministry, which led to me being um, a Presbyterian youth director, which then led to me going to a Presbyterian seminary, which then, you guessed it, led to me being an ordained Presbyterian minister. And next month, I'll have been ordained for 10 years. So all of that to say that this offering that I made to God that year with my New Year's resolution of commitment put my life on a completely different trajectory, one that I would have never have anticipated. That New Year's resolution that I made way back in 2007 created this whole new and different life for me, one that still affects me present day 17 years later which is exactly what happened to those magi when those magi went and visited Christ. And this is where Epiphany and the new year have something in common. So let's take a look. Verse 12, it says, When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route. For God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. After the magi went and visited Jesus, so after that very first Epiphany, and they made their offering to Christ. After they ma made their resolution to God, Matthew tells us, turned, and they went in a completely different direction. Instead of returning down the same path, instead of going back to Jerusalem, instead of turning and going directly back to King Herod, we hear that Matthew tells us that they turned and they went by another route. Any change that we make in our lives, big or small, good or bad, it changes our direction. It changes our path. It alters our trajectory. And this is just basic family system theory, right? 
any shift or change that we make in our family system is going to affect the rest of the system and everyone else involved has to make a shift as well. So any change that we make in our lives causes our system to shift in response. It puts us on a different trajectory. It sets our feet on a different path and it causes us to go in a new and different direction. So this morning, I wanted us to take some time to think about the turn that we want to make over this next year, the shift that we want to see happen in our system, in our relationship with God. I want us to contemplate what our New Year's resolution to God is going to be, what our offering to Christ is for 2024. And perhaps in light of the volunteer recruitment, the service survey that David talked to you about, maybe your one word for 2024 is service. Maybe it is volunteering. In just a little bit, we'll be ordaining and installing our new class of elders. This is a group of people who have said yes to this church. They've said yes to God and serving in this capacity for the next three years. That is a huge commitment. That is a huge act of service. So as you begin thinking about and praying about what areas of the church need your help and support, as you explore what areas of the church could benefit from your skill set, then I encourage you to invite God into those conversations. Allow God to help you uncover your specific skills and how those can be put to good use. As we begin this new year, there are all kinds of ways that we could celebrate the new year. A lot of different ways and things we could change and work on improving in our own lives. There are fitness goals that we could strive to meet. But this morning, I invite you to contemplate the change you can make in your life, the turn that you can make so that your faith is strengthened, so that your relationship with God is enhanced over this next year. And to write down your one word for 2024, there's even a place in the bulletin for you to do that. We all have the opportunity to go in a new and different direction this year. And it all begins by kneeling down before God, presenting our gifts, presenting our offering to Christ. Amen. If you would like more information about Unity Presbyterian Church, please visit our website at www.unitypres.org or visit us on Facebook. This is the Unity Presbyterian Church Podcast. Have a great week.